in the human mind, there is two things that drive us, pain and pleasure. 80% of people are normally driven by pain. We believe every Australian deserves a right to own at the very least five investment properties. I'm Adrian Trimboli. And I'm Frank Ambezi, and welcome to the Invest in You podcast. In the last episode, you found out the seven top principles on how to go about setting the most important goals. This is part two of this series. So from the back of this, off the back of this, you are going to find out exactly, exactly how you go about turning those goals, the ones that you just pushed out, into an actual goal that you're now going to achieve, something that you're going to review, look at every single day, and you're also going to find out the reasons why 92% of people don't achieve their goals. So let's get into it. Frank, let's crack into the mindset minute. I'm excited for this one. So let's get into it. So the greatest achievement is usually born of a great sacrifice and is never the result of selfishness. Now, this is by Napoleon Hill. Now, if you don't know who he is, I would suggest you read his book, Think and Grow Rich, probably one of the best books I've ever read on my mm. top five. But he was a man that would interview and some of the greatest entrepreneurs, business owners, people in the world at that point in time. So this is in the early 1900s. And this quote kind of sat with me because I remember someone saying saying this to me. He's like saying, a selfish person is always a lazy person. And which some degree, yes, but there's two sides of this. And I wanted to kind of break it through because... I think you have to be selfish to achieve greatness. You have to be selfish to achieve greatness and you have to sacrifice as well, like Napoleon says here. And it's like, you know, when you're on a plane and they, you know, they say to you when they're going through all the emergency procedure and the oxygen mask will drop down, they say, put it on yourself first before you put it on anyone else. Because in life, if you cannot save yourself first, you, how are you going to save anyone else? So I think you have to be selfish to a certain degree in life for the right reasons to achieve greatness. You have to sacrifice as well. There's dedication, consistent action, and that you know, and all the thing, other things that come with it. But I think selfish. I think being selfish for the right reasons to achieve those goals is what will equal freedom, and of course, and help other people in this world. And I think this goal relates a lot with today because you're going to be setting goals, and it's all about yourself. It's it's a selfish thing in you know, in layman terms, but it's more of a thing. These goals are designed as well to, we want to set goals, not just in our own personal life for our own selfish reasons, but for our family, friends, and I guess society. Absolutely. So Absolutely. this is something that we were really big on. I want to, you know, donate as well and help and start my own charity one day. Same with Adrian. We want to do a lot of things and help our clients and people that come into our business and, you know, change the trajectory of their life. And, of course, we want to do our own personal development of, you know, goal setting of, you know, maybe fitness relationships and et cetera. But everything revolves around other people as well. I think selfish, being selfish for the right reason is the, is the you know, the, the catalyst, you know, to achieving greatness. So that's absolutely. my little spill for today. No, absolutely. I like that. It's, um, you know, you think about it. If you're wanting to be great at anything, you know, let's say, let's say working out, right? You might have to dedicate two hours a day to working out, to preparing meals, to doing research, to doing all that. 
that's two hours away from you being away from a loved one. Is that there you being selfish or is that ensuring that you're showing up as your best self for your loved one? You're looking good. You're attracting that person every day. You're feeling good. You're positive. Could be looked at two sides. And there is a misconception around it. You working on yourself and doing things and dreaming big. Yes, it's taking away time from potentially what you could be doing and that's spending great quality time with someone else. At the same time, you need to save yourself before you can save the rest of the world or anyone else in your world. So I love it. I just want to recap for those who has who have not listened to last week's session. Right, it was all on goals. I just want to recap what we spoke about and then I want to get into this. Okay. If you haven't listened, please go back, listen to that. That is the foundation. This is the on top of, and then we're going to finish off with this goals, uh, this two-part the goals series. Okay. So First thing, how a goal starts, this was last week, you've got a dream, and that dream turns into a goal. That goal, you then have to learn how to go about achieving that goal. You then need to put a plan in place, and you then need to put actions to actually go about doing it. All right? With goals, we break it down into seven areas, and then we always break that down into what I like to do in three areas. So you could break a goal down into your career, your health, your wealth, your relationships, your intellect what you're going to be contributing and intimacy as well. If that's too big, break it down into health, wealth, relationships. Okay. From that, you want to ask yourself these four things. What do I want? I will do. Why do I want this and how am I going to achieve it? Now, with everything, you've probably heard it a lot. What Frank and I like to do is we like to reverse engineer. So going from 25 years to 10 years to five years to one year to six months to three months to one month to one week. That's the goals you want to be setting. And you want to start at 25 years, reverse engineer that. There's no point saying, I'm going to today go start a business name if in 25 years you want to have, you want to start a business. You need to start from the very end, what's the end vision looking like, and then bring it down to actual a one-week goal. All right? You also got to be very specific. I want to lose 10 kilos in three months. I want to run 10, 10 kilometers in this. I want to have... Keep X amount in revenue. I want to buy two properties this year. You need to be very specific with what you're doing. Okay. Again, set the long-term vision. And you want to have even a vision board. Where I'm looking at you right now, Frank, on top of that, is my vision board for the year, for next year. Okay. Everything that I want with my body, with my model, with my business, with my investing, um, with what I want to do, where I want to visit. You want to have that there. You want to make sure that you're seeking to learn from people who have actually done it, right? Seeking to learn from people who have actually done it. Go out to those people. They're not. It's not easy. You can't just say, oh, I want to go meet this person. You've got to go out and actually, actually do it. But you'll find that there are a lot of people who have succeeded or achieved what you want are very happy to help, right? And push the boundaries. The last one, making sure you push the boundaries, making sure you feel uncomfortable, you don't want to set it too small. You want to push push for the stars and go for that. So that's last week's one. Let's tie that all together, Frank, tonight's or today's seven next goal setting. Uh, little tasks. As always, we're gonna we're gonna curate this so that you actually have a, a set of things to do where you can walk away and go, okay, perfect. And you're also gonna find out. One ninety-two percent of people don't achieve their goals, which is super important. So let's go, kick it off, Frank. Okay, so before we get started into it as well, there's going to be a free goal template that you're going to be able to um, get. 
we'll put this in the show notes to get that template. So then you, you know, it's all got its dates and times there as well. So all you got to do is just really put your goals in from 25 years, walk, work your way down. Pretty simple, pretty easy. Now, well, let's get into it. So you've kind of, let's say you've set your goals. You know, you've gone, you reverse engineered them. You've got now, so you want to create that, I guess, that GPS. So this is something that we, super important. If we don't know where we're going, how we know where we're going to get there? How do we know when we're going to get there? You know, it's like saying you want to go from Melbourne to Cairns. Like I always speak to, say, my analogy story, I say from Melbourne to Cairns, if you want to go to, you got to plan that out. You've got to get a GPS. You've got to make sure you, you write it on a map where you're going to stop for how long, how many days, where you're going to refuel. Or, and maybe there's going to be some detours. Maybe you're going to stop off for places a lot longer. Maybe you're going to go inland a little bit more instead of going up the coastline or whatever it may be. But you need that plan to know how to get there. Mm-hmm. So we've got to set the right goals. And this is super important, which comes down to your core values. Now, like Adrian said before at the beginning, 92% of people that set goals in today's society do not achieve those goals, do not follow through. And it's because these goals do not align with your values. There's no point putting a goal and saying, I want a yacht just because you want a yacht and you have no you know, ambition or no desire to want a yacht. If it doesn't align with you, if you truly have always wanted a yacht and it's because you maybe you want to go traveling around the, you know, the coastal line of Australia or whatever it may be, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying to think big, but I'm just saying if you're just saying things and you're just putting a whole bucket list of all these, you know, materialistic goods that do not align with you, you're not going to achieve that. But if you have something that aligns with your heart and when you think about it, it gives you an emotional attachment and it makes you want to drive to achieve that goal, then that's a different story. So you've got to set these goals that have, you know, that, you know, have, uh, embedded to your core values. Okay. Now, once you've done that, you're, you've got to have a vision. Okay. And that vision starts with a why. So yeah. how are you going to keep on track? Why do you want this goal? Why do you want to achieve this goal? And that is something that you think deep. Now, I like to do this for my really, really big goals that I, you know, I really want in life. I really sit there and I say, why do I want this? And sometimes there's going to be a paragraph there of why I want this. And that why is what's going to push you. It can be why do you want to invest in property and have an X amount of passive income and you've got your goal there. Maybe it's you want a $5 million property portfolio of $100,000 of passive income and I want to achieve this in the next, say, 25 years. I want to be able to and, – and with that, that's going to, I guess, give you more freedom. But why do you want that? And maybe that why can be because maybe my family or my parents grew up in hardship. We didn't have financial stability and I don't want to give my family, I don't want my family to go through the same situation as I did as a kid. There was nothing wrong with that, but I didn't want them to go, I didn't want to go through life like struggling and not be able to put my kids through education and give them the curriculum activities that I've always, that that they want to do when they're kids. So these things, those emotional attachments will start to drive you. When you start to put other people towards that and it's family and friends and people that are close to you, and that things that can help other people, that's what's going to drive you. So that why has to be attached, okay? And this is what 92% of people do not do when they, you know, set goals. And yeah. the next thing I want to touch on there is big goals. Set big goals. We don't set big goals. We set small achievable goals. And this is why we want to not follow through because if we know we're going to achieve that goal, it's not a goal. 
So you've got to make sure if you know you're going to buy a property or two this year and you know you're going to do that because it's achievable, that's not thinking big. I'm talking about like if you know, if you think, okay, if I want to own a $10 million property portfolio and you're thinking to yourself, how the hell am I going to do that? But you know it's, do it's doable because it's not unrealistic because you're not saying I want a $100,000 property portfolio, I want a $10 million property portfolio, which I think it's very doable for every single person in Australia. You know, doesn't matter what you know income you're in because everything can change in life. Anything can change. So if you think that big, a bit bigger, you know, you're going to be able to. It's going to scare you, but it's going to be able to give you that drive because if you, even if you do fail and you're close, because there's a statistic that nine percent, nine percent of people that set big goals fail. Nine percent of them. And now, if you fail, if you fail, but your expect, if your expectations are here. And you set a goal here, the expectations, and you achieve that. Really, there's no fulfillment in that. But if you have a goal, you set it up here, okay, and that's above your expectations. Now, if you achieve, try to achieve a goal, you just fall short. You, you're, you're already achieved greater than what your expectations are. Mm. Does that make sense? It does. It does. I think I want to touch on just a few things that you've said there. So in our last session, we did speak about this why. Why is always the driving factor. Every, you know, there's a why for everything. I want to go invest in property. Awesome. There's a why behind it. A great tool, which I we discussed last time, um, last week, sorry, was asking yourself those seven why questions. So I want a property portfolio of $10 million, right? You ask yourself the question, why once? And you'll get an answer of, I want freedom. Awesome. Sounds great. Is that going to be the driving factor? The, the tool that you can use is you ask yourself an additional six whys. And seven. the final why, you're seven all up, but six after the first one, right? The the seventh why should really, it, 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 and you might think seven whys is bloody hard to do, right? But it actually gives you that burning fire. And now why I say it is because I've done it before. I learned this off a man named Dean Graziozzo, Right. You end up actually getting down to the real core reason why you want to do it. So first one might be, I want freedom. You might end up with the final why as, because I want to be around for my kids like my parents weren't. And that there, every time you think about, am I going to go spend $10,000 on a watch or, you know, whatever it is, you just remind yourself, oh, no, I'm doing this because of my kids. I'm doing this. Yes, freedom is great. Absolutely. But is that going to drive you? So asking yourself those seven whys is super, super important. But go on. Beautiful. And then I guess from there, this is probably one of the biggest things that can really, really change your perspective and your drive in any 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 area of your life. Now, this is about this is a bit like this is called NLP, so neurolinguistic programming. So in the human mind, there is two things that drive us: pain and pleasure. 80% of people today, doesn't matter, you know where they are, what are, who they are, what they are. 80% of people are normally driven by pain, okay? So these are the two driving factors. Now, you might think, okay, that doesn't make sense. Why pain? We are designed to keep safe, be safe. We do not want to get hurt. So we'll always, you know, move towards pain. And move when away. Pain, we'll move, sorry, move away from pain, I should say. Now, have a think about this. Like some people... We'll set a goal. Maybe they want to lose weight, and they don't follow. Maybe they go and they set a goal, a New Year's re resolution goal. They go to the gym, and then all of a sudden, it's too hard. They quit. 
within the month and that's it. They don't they don't follow through. Now you got to change the way you think. Now let's let's have a look at this. The pain is more greater to stay in the pain if they stay in that pain of working out, you know, going through all that suffering. That's more painful. So they put more painful to that, that, that. They'll put more pain to that, and they don't want to follow through. So they'll stop. Then saying, let's put more pain to the pleasure. So the pleasure will be if I lose that weight, and maybe it's for a certain certain reason. Maybe it's because you want to lose weight because you got a wedding in a certain amount of weeks or months, and you need to look good and you want to be in the best shape as possible. So let's start saying you start attaching your why to this, you know, this goal. Now you start putting pain. If you put pain to that goal it's this is how you want to i guess go about that you want to start looking at your pleasure now you know the pleasure is you're going to be looking the best you ever looked you're going to be feeling the best you ever looked feeling the best you ever felt sorry i should say and you're going to be i guess in the best shape as possible at your biggest you know one of the biggest moments in your entire life let's just say you're getting married you put more pain to the pleasure. If you do not do this, if you do not lose the weight, if you do not feel good, if you do not do this by the end of all, by the time you are going to get married and walk down the aisle, what does your life look like? What's what are you going to feel like? Are you going to feel happy? Are you going to feel the best you ever felt? Are you going to feel like you achieved something? And that pain that is attached to that pleasure will drive you because you're putting so much pain to that pleasure that it will drive you. So you're doing the re reverse psychological method. Instead of putting so much pain towards the, I'm going to miss out and not eat all the junk food and I'm going to miss out on the partying, I'm going to miss out. Your if you, That's what people do. They put the, so much pain on that. They get the FOMO. They they can't wake up at not early in the morning to do the exercise or they can't be bothered going after work. And they put so much pain towards the, you know, the pain that they will not follow through. They will not follow through. But if you do it and put it to the pleasure, to the outcome of what you want to achieve, same goes with property, same goes with financial goals, business goals, relationships, same goes with everything. If you put more pain to the pleasure, if I do not you know, talk to my, my spouse about this problem, this solution that well, that's on my mind, what's my life look like? What's our relationship look like? Is it going to be fulfilled? Are we going to live a beautiful, prosperous relationship for the rest of our life? Or is it going to equal in disappointment, divorce, and if we're going to lose the properties and we're going to lose our, you know, everything's only gets split in half. Are we going to be distressed? Are we going to be depressed? And all the, you put so much pain on that because you do not follow through. You will, you will follow through because it's so much you do, you do not want to suffer that for that from that pain. So you start painting a picture of the pain if you do not follow through. And that's what the pleasure will drive you. Does that make sense, Age? It does make sense. It does make sense. Essentially associating the pain with the outcome rather than the short-term pain, which is, oh, I can't really be bothered talking to the spouse. Oh, it's going to be very awkward if I talk to the spouse about this. I'll just I'll just deny it or just I just won't go through with it. But if you actually attach it to what is the overall pain with all this, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. makes a lot of sense. All right, awesome. Next one, and something which I do, something which I think is – Super important. A lot of us write down a goal, put it in the shelf, don't look at it until the end of the year or maybe mid-year and go, oh, how are we tracking with this goal? Big reason why 92% of people fail at, at setting goals and, and achieving them. So something to stay in your head, something to make sure that you're constantly looking at is writing it down on a piece of paper and read it every morning. 
read it every single morning, all right? And that will literally drive you. Well, it reminds you, okay, what do I have to do this week? What do I have to do next week? What do I have to do this month, next month in order to achieve this goal? Super, super important. Super important. Yeah, and, and they, that's that's the, I think it's those top three to five goals that are really, really impactful. And I'd like to do those goals not for, let's let's talk about that. Let's Those three to five goals that you write down every day, I want you to do your one-year goals where you want to be in one year. Don't do mm. the 25 or the 10-year or the five-year. Do that one year of where you want, of what you want to achieve in that year. And those top five goals that really resonate with you. You can do more if you like. Uh, I like to print my off all my one-year goals and I like to read them. Mm-hmm. And then I like, I'll look at my top three. Of course, I highlight them and I'll really look at them. And then once, I guess, you start doing that, you start embedding that into your subconscious mind, which is, you know, mm-hmm. something that, you know, once it's in your mind and it's, you know you're thinking about it all the time, then you, you're going to start implementing that in your life without you even really knowing. It's like being unconsciously competent. You know, when you start driving a car at the beginning, you're consciously competent. You're consciously making sure you're aware driving the car, making sure you're looking in your mirrors and you're making sure there's people not, you know, there's no one in your blind spots and you, you know, you're, you know, you're making sure you're driving in between the lines. Then all of a sudden, you know, after a long period of time, you're unconsciously competent. You're, you're unconsciously, you jump into the car without even knowing what you're doing. You do the same pattern, you put your seatbelt on, you start up the car the same way, you put the radio on the same way, you put it in drive and you just drive. You know, you don't even, sometimes you forget how you're driving to that destination. All of a sudden you're just there. You're unconsciously knowing how to do that because you're competent. Now it's the same thing with goals kind of. If you can really embed that in your mind, you're digit, every single day you're, you're implementing small steps every single time. So once you have that vision, you know, you're, you're reading those goals every single day. Now, we want to go over those goals. So I like to look over my goals every quarter, all my goals from 25 years all the way down to that one month. Every quarter, I like to look at them and review them. So I might add some goals. I might scrap some goals. And these might be the long-term vision goals as all the short-term vision goals as well. What I'll do, but every month, just go over that one-year goal and just have a look at what you've set for the month. The months, I guess the six months and the three months. Now, this shouldn't take you too long. Really, it shouldn't take you because if you've already got it all set out, setting the goals, putting you know, purpose and value and your, I guess, all your other topics that we're all, all the other strategies that we just talked about, that might take you some time. It might take you a couple hours. That's okay. Because it's, you know, it's worth it. But after this, it gets really easy. So you just review it every three, three months or every quarter over all the goals and then of course once a month you just want to sit there look at your monthly goals and see how you're tracking what you achieved and then i guess you know rewrite out those new monthly goals for the month and i like to i like to have them already out on a list and i look at them every single morning in my journal i open them up and i've got i've got two impactful goals for my wealth i've got two impactful goals for my health i've got two impactful goals for my relationships and if you like as well, you can do your contribute goals as well, and you can do your relationship goals or family goals, etc. Yeah. As well, and just do two of each, and you just look at them every month and see how you go. Tick them off. Once you've ticked them off, you know you've done the right. You know you've achieved that goal, and that is small steps because you've broken it down so much from all the way from twenty five years all the way down to one month, and you're breaking it down, and you can tick it off. And then I guess if you don't achieve that goal, that's all good. Set it for the next month, but you're looking at these things.
And you might have to, we like to set weekly goals, but we more will do this for our business. And we can probably talk about that in another session, which is more impactful about talking about the business and setting weekly goals. But this is more for your personal, your personal life. Yeah. So looking over those goals, setting step-by-step stones, you know, measuring and making sure you're, you're on track. And if not, and you need to, some accountability, you need some support, reach out to those people. Those people will help you and they'll put you on the right path. I think the last, the absolute last one, um, of course, you're reading them. Of course, it's in your face every day. Making sure that you're envisioning those goals come alive, come to life. So making sure that you're actually actively thinking about it, whether you do this through meditation, whether you're walking around thinking that you've got this portfolio, whether you're walking around or just or just sitting there and thinking about the body that you're going to have, making sure that you're, first of all, you believe it, you believe that it is, is going to happen, and then actually envisioning it. I like to do this through meditation every morning, a breathing exercise, and then actually envisioning, yep, I've got these goals. Super important. Super, super important. So we've gone over a lot. We've gone over a lot. Um, I'm just going to do a recap. Again, if you have not listened to our first goals um, session which last week, please go back, listen to the two, and go through these these now, what is it, 14, 14 little action steps that you can walk away with and go and actually achieve anything. All right, but for today's session, setting the right goals, okay, and which one of those are actually aligned to your core values, like you said, Frank, with the GPS. Making sure you get into the why, those seven whys, asking that. All right? Pain or pleasure. 80% of people, like you said, Frank, are motivated because of pain so walking away from that pain or going away from that pain pushing towards that pleasure making sure that you align the goals with the possible pain that that could could be or could come to life if you don't achieve the goal super super important one of probably the most important i think um reading it every morning read it every single morning write down your top three to five goals for the year and read that every single morning okay and then going over it Making sure you're going over it. Frank, you go over it every quarter, change, swap it out, switch it up. Um, but like you said, turn it into monthly, weekly KPIs, um, which we do for the business, which we also do for our personal life as well. And then the last, envision those goals. Making sure that you're actively, actively believing in yourself and actively putting something in place whereby you you set time aside every day, every week, whatever it is, where you're actually envisioning those goals and then coming to fruition. Super important. Super, super important. I think the last one, which we haven't touched on, is celebrate. Celebrate yeah. the failures, which is more important than some, and the wins, of course, but the failures, because don't get down on yourself if you didn't achieve it. Learn from it and grow from it. And those wins, make sure you celebrate the wins because sometimes we don't and we just keep driven. We, we like to stay driven and say, nah, and you keep moving forward, pushing, pushing, pushing. That 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 turns into burnout. And it turns into as well dissatisfaction. Faction. You know, you're not you're not dissatisfied. You're just always chasing something. You have to be grateful for what you've done. Sure. You know, you've achieved those goals, even though you've broken them down and maybe they're all small bite goals, but you achieve them for the month. You know, celebrate those wins. Go out with your loved ones, go out with your friends, you know, let your hair down a little bit and go, go celebrate, you know, because that's, that's what it's all about. It's not just about, you know, grinding and setting goals and achieving and just being a high achiever and moving forward, forward, forward without, without any, you know, without any satisfy or any pleasure. You need to have that pleasure. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Um, that is your goals session, the two-part series done and dusted. I hope from today you've walked away with a better understanding of what you actually need to do and go through these. As, I, as Frank said, there is going to be a template for you to set these goals in the show notes. So please click on it, get it. It's a downloadable link and uh, we look forward to the next session. If you like today's podcast, then you're absolutely going to love the Investing You Facebook group, where we share a bunch of valuable tips and tricks on property investing for our exclusive community. Come join us and let's level up.